You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, they went nuts because Max Struess absolutely drilled a 48-footer at the buzzer to win for the Cavs against the Dallas Mavericks at the end of what was a wild game, wild finish to a wild game in Cleveland last night. And that was just one of the results <laughs> that actually ended up hitting for us, even though we were on Dallas. Welcome into BetQL Daily. It's presented by BetMGM. Uh, Cavs end up beating the Mavs 121-19, but the Mavs had that four, four and a half going for them, so they cover and we are live coast-to-coast coast on the BetQL Network. Chris Mack alongside Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth off today. And you can watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL, or on YouTube, go to Odyssey Sports, and we will be live there until noon Eastern, as we are every single day. We got golf tomorrow, including Rory. Uh, after the match, he's going to stay in Florida for the Cognizant used-to-be-called Honda Classic at Palm Beach Gardens. It's the longest name at PGA National, longest name in the early portion of the tour schedule. We'll talk to Jeff Feinberg with some of his uh, leans, plays, and angles on that in 20 minutes. I guess you could say lots of football news, at least lots of talking at the Combine. Uh, we'll talk about what to look for on the first day of workouts as those get started tomorrow. Front seven guys, D-line. Um, off-ball linebackers, edge rushers tomorrow in Indy. And we power rank some free agents available at one position in particular coming up one hour from now. Continue our countdown to uh, opening day in Major League Baseball, 30 days until opening day today. We look at home run leaders, uh, a lot to get to, plus the first very exciting addition. We just heard some of the uh, production elements for this before we got started, Joe. Country singer or hockey player? Um, this is, yeah, that should be, I think I've cooked up some of the best names I could figure out for country singer or hockey player. We'll get to that in the first hour, too. Happy Wednesday morning to you, Joe-O. How are you? Ah, doing fantastic. Yeah, we got a lot going on today. Can't wait to embarrass myself in a little bit with with the hockey hockey player or country artist singer. We're workshopping a lot of different ideas. Yeah, there's a lot going Uh, on there. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see what... There are banjos involved and gold horns and yeah. Yeah, it'll go well. Like just as well as, you know, off the board sound yesterday probably (laughs) is my guess. (laughs) But that's what we do here. Um... Yeah, we were expecting, ah, you know what, combine, a lot of people are talking. Like, yeah, there's sort of newsy stuff, even though in the NFL we're always searching for something. We figured there'll be something there to open the show with. No. How about the chaos that was on the hardwood last night? 
Yeah. That was insane, whether we're talking about the highlight coming in uh, with Struess. It felt like nearly a three-quarter court shot. It, we were somewhat in that range. And then what happened in the Kentucky game? I mean, this yeah. team, every single night, you know, uh, the line was telling us at four, four and a half as a dog on the road in conference that, uh, okay, expect a letdown with this team. They're poor on defense, but you know what? They, they're tough to keep up with offensively. Yeah. And, you know, Coach Cal is just it, one of the best parts of March, too. Like, you get more of him everywhere. Like, he is – he spent the entire post game, I think, just pounding his own chest. Being like, look, this is why you guys are all idiots and I'm the genius. You see that no timeout? If it goes the other way, you guys are screaming about me and saying that it's my bet. Why isn't this guy a good right. in-game coach? He can only recruit, all this stuff. Like He was going after everybody after that win. And, man, he can. He can He can recruit the best in the country, and this team could score with anybody. And, and you do wonder. It's going to be a constant conversation. They're a likable team. They it, Any given night, it can be anybody just blowing up on that offense, and the defense is going to be the issue. But if they're going to continue to outscore teams like they did again last night on the road, man, are they going to be a tough out. If they're a four or a five, I do not want to be matched up with them. No, like it, it, as it stands right now, and again, I'll use Lenardi's latest bracketology as kind of the baseline here. They would be a five um, in Salt Lake City against the San Diego State four uh, in the second round. And then if they moved on to the Sweet 16, they would be up against an Arizona at one or an eight, nine TCU Michigan State. Um all of those are interesting matchups like Cal Izzo in the, in the sweet 16 would be fun. Um, yeah. Cal's Cal's going to keep names. That's one thing. I don't know if he has, he, he's to the point where he's, he's in touch with the youth, <laughs> right? So I don't yeah. know if he keeps it in notes on his phone or if he actually still has like a, a hard copy old school list, but I can almost guarantee Cal is the kind of guy who has a list of either names or slights perceptions about him or people who said things about him. And he's, he's not going to necessarily get back at you. But like you said, when he wins, he's going to go to the press game, post-game press conference and go, hmm, um, yeah, so remember when you guys said I couldn't coach? How about that? Yeah, I didn't call, didn't call time. You, you thought I should have called the time. I know, I know. But what happened? We won, didn't we? Uh, we don't play yeah. defense, right? But we won, didn't we? And that'll be exactly what he does. You're right. It's why he's entertaining and more Cal. The Brady in, Six in, in March. He's got some is, of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You don't get to this point without having that corner of your brain somewhere that focuses on all the slights perceived or real. And he's definitely got that. But they're going to be a fun team to watch, not just in the SEC, not just down the stretch into the SEC tournament, but into the NCAA tournament because of that ability to – hang a hundred depending on who they see on a given night. Right. And that's why there will be a, I don't know how many brackets you fill out. This is a conversation. Maybe we could say for a different day uh, right before the tournament. But like, if you're someone who fills out multiple brackets and you have a quote unquote fun bracket or a, a, a heart bracket over a head bracket, right? Like the, this mm -hmm. is what I want to see bracket. You're probably pushing Kentucky an extra round farther through than you probably should because 
they're entertaining and they're fun to watch and you want to see offense move on into the elite eight, if not farther. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would certainly agree with that. I mean, it's man, they are, I, I want to say that, okay, let's just get to it. It's it, it was on our mind with this game. You and Paul agreed. You got to play mm-hmm. the under and I'm not attacking. I'm just asking. No. Is this like, from a betting perspective, and that's what you guys are doing. You're thinking, okay, there's value there. Everybody's going to bet the over. They're pumping this number up. Look at this offense. It's going to get to a point where it's too far. And that's always the case in betting. But with this specific team, more than anybody else in the country, is it just something that, that where, you know, the ceiling is so high offensively where and the bar is so low defensively as far right. as unders? Probably you could just st- stay away because it, it can it can just get you know blown, it could jump blown off the bite in the ass like it did Paul and yeah. I last night like because there because yeah. there are times and look when you bet an under especially but anytime you bet a total if you're like me you sit there and do the math all night as you're watching the game you're like okay this many points per minute okay if this and you're always giving yourself an extra you know a couple of buckets at the end of the game because the game lengthens and the clock stops. But as as we were looking at it yesterday, like Kentucky had not scored 90 on the road outside of a trip to Vanderbilt since, uh, I want to say, six weeks ago. Um, it had been a while. And so my thought was, hey, the Kentucky backslide that we saw, maybe it wasn't a complete and total backslide. I don't know about you, Paul. I looked at it as we're getting that home road stratification from a Kentucky team that maybe just doesn't shoot as well on the road. They drill Mm -hmm. it at home, but once they get out on the road, it's not the same. And so I thought we might get more of that on the road last night. Yeah. If you had told me Mississippi state was going to score 43 points in the first half yesterday, I would have said no, no way. Um, So I think that like, and again, I kind of look at it the same way you, you were talking about it, Chris, like, Every kind of timeout, like halfway through the first half, I'm like, ah, we're okay. I mean, Kentucky scored three points in the first, what, seven minutes, something like that. Like, you knew that wasn't going to last. Uh, I also did not expect Mississippi State to just, like, hit one, two, three, four, you know, a bunch of threes to close the first half. So, what by halftime, I knew we were dead, like, because we had not seen, like, the nuclear Kentucky yet. So, yeah, I – you're right. I, I will not be betting any more Kentucky unders. You know, Chris, you put it in the text. Yeah. Like, stupid us. Yeah, we bet a Kentucky under. Like, well, won't be doing right. that anymore. But I don't, you know, I, the angle of the process I was okay with. But, yeah, it's you just, they can go off at any minute. It's not like Kentucky unders have not hit. I mean, recently three in a row hit. Um, there was also yeah. a stretch earlier in the year when 14 of 15 overs hit. I mean, my overall point is just, okay, most of the time, like, when you see there's value – like on a total, a couple points here or there, like you would jump on it. And maybe with this team, it's just you don't want to do that. You know, what would normally be perceived as a little bit of value, is it worth a bet with this team? Right. And tied into the handicap, for me at least, was the steam on Mississippi State, which none of us were buying. Um, No. I mean, we. I I forget, Joe, if you actually played Kentucky, but it was like – I wanted to. I did not. It's so obvious. I was like, like, what am I missing? Yeah, yeah, right. Like in those spots, you like it always goes against you. So, oh well. And it and it did in that spot. So lesson learned. Sometimes, 
Sometimes it's an expensive lesson to learn. Sometimes it's not. But whatever it is, uh, the lesson is learned. No more Kentucky unders. And then I could feel more comfortable about rooting for Cal to go deep into the tournament and to somehow look up and see him in the Elite Eight or Final Four. I, again, Sweet 16 against Izzo. It would just be for sideline oh, yeah. watching. Um, give that to me every single time. Uh, we mentioned the NBA. We did hit on, on a fair number of NBA bets last night, too. Uh, Miami off to a slow start, but they end up finishing against Portland. The Pistons on the money line. Sorry, I'm going to I'm gonna pull a muscle here, pat myself on the back just a little bit. Hit Let's the money go. line about an hour before tip. And, I mean, did they lead wire to wire? It was close, wasn't it? And the <laughs> yeah. Bulls get booed off the court at the United Center. And the Pistons get – You. we talked about it yesterday morning, though, Joe. After what happened to them in the Garden and Monty, the way he went off in the postgame uh, podium, you had an idea, especially against the Bulls and the way they've played, that – yeah, this is the Pistons. They're at least going to keep it close, right? And keep it close. They ended up pulling away late. Uh, yeah, that was beautiful. Like that was a good spot play on us. Also, it's the Bulls favored by double right. digits. There are certain teams in certain spots. You're like, why are they? We talked about the Knicks yesterday. Why are the Knicks favored by double digits? I don't care the opponent. Why are the Bulls favored by double digits? I don't care. It's mm-hmm. the Pistons. We know how bad they are. Um. Yeah, that that was ridiculous. I mean, the Bulls are so damn irrelevant. You mentioned them being booed off the court, as they should have been. I'm completely fine with that. Our boss, Mitch Rosen, uh, we carry the Bulls on uh, 670 to score the flagship station. And it's just like, they've fallen so far. It's like, hey, you want to go Bulls Bulls suite this day? It's like, "Eh, my son's got a birthday party. It's got a thing over here. Like, that sounds like pain in the ass, and I don't really want to watch this dog ass team like everybody's good good. yeah like nobody's using anybody's season tickets it's just it's a tough look and yeah good thing they did nothing at the deadline once again keep (laughs) pushing it i don't know what you're pushing what you think you have here uh maybe we can our ceiling is playing game i i just don't understand the thought process with a lot of these teams i'm scared man i uh i told you yesterday gambler's gonna get me a little confidence uh, not yet. We we had Detroit, and Paul marked it as an L, but the Warriors won by eleven. Paul, so that was a barely covered by my math. By, the, I by said the, nine, but it was actually eleven. So Whatever, was 11. You know? <laughs> six. In the well, morning. when the it's line's just, ten and a half, I knew it wasn't ten. I was like, ah, oh, it's a three and a two. Oh, looks like a nine to me. <laughs> I wow. I can't act like I haven't confused nine for 11 at times in my life. When you're doing the quick math in your head, like, yeah, yeah. When the numbers get around a hundred, like it's, it's reasonable. It's like one of those times where you wake up. What's that money in my, in my account? Oh, wait, no, that was a win. No, I lost. I won that. Yeah. 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 Um, The number was, oh, higher. Yeah. Even though, yeah. 101 yeah. is higher than 99 or whatever. Yes. Yeah, How'd that work out? Yeah, so that one hit. We won't mention uh, the flyer uh, I took on Charlotte. We're getting 14 and a half at Milwaukee because they got absolutely dog walked oh by the Bucks. God. 49 so you points. You're going back three quarters. Yeah. You're going to do it? Charlotte what? against Milwaukee? Charlotte against Milwaukee. That's is, the spot. Uh, is it? That was ugly. <laughs> I mean, can you give me 20, maybe? Uh, Coming up next, 
we start to talk about uh, some golf, the Cognizant Honda Classic at Palm Beach Gardens at PGA National. Long name, uh, field not so big, but we'll dive into the plays that we like with Jeff Feinberg next right here on BetQL Daily. One hour from now, Kuiper's got a mock. Will we mock the mock or will we take it under consideration? Uh, Plus, the first day of combine workouts tomorrow, we take a look at some of the guys in the front seven that could be first rounders that you want to keep an eye out for. Top of the hour, we power rank free agent running backs because there are some big names that look like they will be available. And third and final hour, besides lightning bets in the two-minute drill, 30 days till opening day, we look at home run leader possibilities here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Alongside Joe Ostrowski, I'm Chris Mack. Aaron Hawksworth off today. You can still watch on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and listen wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today. You can take us with you wherever you're going. Download podcasts later. Uh, Wherever you get your podcasts, just search BetQL Daily. 20 minutes from now, the first ridiculous edition of country singer or hockey player. Uh, But there's golf. Golf has come back east. And they'll be playing at the Cognizant, used to be Honda Classic at Palm Beach Gardens at PGA National. Longest name on tour this year, I believe, and here to break it all down for us. Jeff Feinberg of Mayo Media Network and Odds Checker. Check out The Drive on YouTube, an edition up for the Cognizant right now. Jeff, morning. How are you? Are we ready for golf back east? Oh, I think you're muted. (laughs) <laughs> there, there, there he is All right. there see go, and even like pre-hand you think it's my first time but i try to double check the mics before uh, all good i am ready for golf back east i love the florida swings of all the swings in the season it's probably my favorite we've you know see difficult golf courses this is a winning score that flirts with around minus 10 not the ones that flirt with you know 20 under like we normally see potentially on tour but you know pga national 15 holes with water our friends on the west coast they'll wake up and guys they bet guys they rostered are already gonna be you know ejected pretty much that's how this works you're gonna maybe better i don't know whether you save it for live bullets or take a couple extra guys but you expect to lose souls quickly in this tournament from your betting um and dfs perspective uh, Jeff, th- this specific tournament, it's fascinating because I-, I know you are always hunting for value. And boy, you can find some bombs over the years where, where you can score some big time tickets at this tournament. Now, typically, yeah, we-, we wait until later in the conversation to get to that. But that that's where I'm looking. I'm looking for so- at some of these uh, big numbers because of what we've seen in the past. It, you know, it appears, especially last year, you don't need the experience at this course you don't you can be a young gun and come out of nowhere and uh be right there at the top whether we're talking about a top five or top 10 or even possibly winning outright we've seen triple digit numbers as far as the odds go uh win this tournament so if you're uh if you're going and looking let's say past 50 to one what are what are some names that uh that you have circled for this one north of 50 to one well maybe we'll like start really big and go go um inward a mm-hmm. little bit uh taylor montgomery 
I believe is a, a lovely course fit. If he could find consistency with the driver, he is maybe the uh, most elite putter in this field with lots of great putters, but uh, he, he can drive the ball. Well, for me, it's a driver putter course. You know, there's a lot made into the irons, but I'm more into that driver putter narrative for the most part. Uh, Robert McIntyre, who showed some life last week, European Ryder Cupper. I'm really surprised that he is still 100 to 1, uh, even as high as 130 to 1 that I have seen. He is a player, um, you know, he's got a lot of pedigree. We've seen him getting it going. So that's a guy that I wouldn't mind on this golf course. And Justin Suh. He's uh, deeper on that boards, maybe as high as like 150 to one. He was outstanding here last year, finished fifth place. It was one of the two weeks in the entire season, I believe. He lost strokes with his putter. Normally a fantastic putter, but uh, Justin So would be another guy that I'd be looking at potentially with this, you know, that's sort of in the super bomb range. Coming down, coming down from that, um, Couple sneaky ones, not an attractive one potentially, but Maverick McNeely, he's at eighty to one. He really got it going here last year. Um, sorry, last week on the weekend, gaining with those irons, and he had he he is the best Bermuda greens putter in this field. I'd say over the last fifty rounds, he's had one of his best ball striking rounds of his career here. So eighty to one, it's not really enough for me. Joe, but that would be the guy in that sort of 50 to 100 range that would have my attention. Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media Net and Odds Checker with us here on BetQL Daily. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff Feinberg 17, G-F-I-E-N-B-E-R-G 17. Um, let's talk about, the, you mentioned the greens and how that changes things a bit for guys that are more comfortable on the Bermuda rather than the different grass out west and on the Hawaii circuit as well. Does that affect, does that, how does that affect how you're looking at putting numbers, Jeff, on a weekend like this? Do you throw them out? Do you say no? If you're, if you've been a good, if you've been putting solidly so far this season, I still believe in what you're going to do now that you've moved to a different kind of green surface. Yeah, no, I would act like, I would say the good, this is where the better putters can kind of excel because the greens are so pure. They're not bumpy and choppy like they are on the West Coast and, and on the, a lot of the Poa grass, more like we saw in Phoenix. Um, uh, granted, there was some weather there, but that's a bit of a Bermuda, a heavy Bermuda Poa mix. They're just so pure. It can really allow elite putters to shine. That being said, a lot of the guys who I feel like I have bet aren't the greatest putters in the world. But when it comes to PGA National, and this week, you almost have to make the decision of what you think the winning score is going to be. Because historically, mm -hmm. it really, I mean, last year it got to minus 14. And that could be a danger zone for some of the guys that I have bet. But it's a course where, you know, in the last few years, between minus 6, minus 9, minus 8, uh, you know, 10 under. Where I just look at it like, if I bet you, I just need you to go 2 under each day, avoid the landmines, and you'll be right where I need you to be come Sunday think it's going to turn into a bit of a bur they they turned a par 4 into par 5 people think it's going to make it easier if you think the birdies are going to be up then there's certain players you know you might want to avoid potentially hmm uh, i'm going to ask you about a name that uh years ago we would never get a number like this uh great history but it's been a little bit uh down in florida that's ricky fowler 
He he's won here, been a runner up. He's won the players. Eighty to one. Any interest? Not really. I mean, he is no. the can be the prince of Palm Beach, uh, but he just doesn't <laughs> seem right at all at the moment. And there's just too many landmines out there for me to want to trust Ricky. There were great moments last season, Joe, where even when Ricky didn't have his best, he had this level where, like, he could still hold on in his rounds with his C game, right? He could still make it happen, get to the finish line, and then wait for that A game to show up. He's bottoming out at the moment, and that ceiling game doesn't – we haven't seen it. doesn't seem close. He's sleeping in his own bed like a lot of guys this week. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Feinberg with us talking about the Cognizant at PGA National this weekend. You mentioned guys you want to avoid because maybe they can't avoid the landmines. Um, who are some of those guys that are stayaways from you or maybe you, you take them to lose in matchups or three balls? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest. Like I joked this week, like you could spin me a wheel of losers, like put them on like a – a board, I spin it. I take anyone in the 30 to 60 to one, like 50 to one range. Like I saw so much value or I thought a lot of guys were fair that there aren't really a ton of guys I am looking to pick on. That being said, uh, it might be crazy, but I'm looking to pick on Jake Knapp this week. Uh, won last week, 29-year-old rookie, was 40, 45 to one. That bet was right over my head, but a lot of friends, people I trust certainly were, were on it. So congrats to everybody that was, I I don't bet 29 year old rookies to win who haven't won in a really long time, even on corn Ferry. but I don't know. The books were keeping us away with that number. The guy, he was like chugging beers. I don't know. Even the driver was going two ways for nap on Sunday. He couldn't hit a fairway. He hit two fairways all Sunday. Uh, I don't. I I think he's going to have enjoyed the week. I thought there was potential he was going to withdraw. So I'll be honest. It's a little higher up the board. But Jake Knapp matchups. I find them if I like them even a little bit. I'm playing it. Like I I laid a quarter with Bez over Jake Knapp. I went pretty hard on it. Uh, it was the most attractive one. I could find. I was happy to do it. I haven't bet Bez. A lot of people I do like think he's a prime for big things. So I hope they don't let me down. Uh, what about the guy that's going to be all over uh, our TV coverage? Rory making his return here. It's uh, you look at the odds difference. You see him eight to one, and then the second favorite. We've got to triple the number. Like that's the gap. It's Rory, and then everybody else starting in the mid twenties. Uh, how do you think Rory's going to perform? Is there any way to make money? Like, look, we're never going to make money on Rory unless it's a matchup or you know fading him in a matchup. So, uh, what are you expecting out of him? I don't mind Rory this week. Like for all the six to ones that were out there on Scheffler this year. Uh, this would probably be my favorite, the only under 10 to 1 bet that kind of got my attention. In the end, Joe, you know me. I'd rather die trying to like bet my losers than, than go to the top and have to go all in with Rory. I don't even think it'd be that crazy to bet Rory to win if that's what you are doing and even bet him to miss the cut because the variance here is so mm -hmm. wild, right? With all the landmines, all the water that we have that we have spoken about and Rory's floor, you know, his, his low seems to be lower than in the past, but when he's got it, he certainly has it. I will say maybe the reason I was attracted to Rory here is 
I mentioned driving. We've seen really big hitters like have a lot of success here. Justin Thomas, Keith Mitchell, uh, you know, Brooks Kepka's lost in a playoff. Rory has won here before. Uh, like, I think when you can almost avoid the wa- take on the water, when you're on with your driver, go at like, and then be in those positions where you can come into the greens with a lot more loft. That's how, in my opinion, you avoid the most trouble at PGA National. There's some debate to that. I, I don't mind Rory. And more than anything, I mean, I didn't bet it. But the PGA, God, does it need its stars to start being stars. Because it's fun from the betting perspective that all these guys no one's heard of have won. And it's rookies this and long shots that. But outside of our niche little betting community, that doesn't resonate. The PGA needs its stars to be stars desperately. And starting it in Florida would be a great way for Rory to, to get it going. Let me ask you, you mentioned being able to just bomb it off the tee, but can driving accuracy get overplayed this weekend with guys like Lowry and Berger? And I've I've even seen Brendan Todd brought up. Um, Maybe a little bit, like, because if you're still going to lay back and come in with long irons, then you're still going to have a lot of trouble. But, you know, from from Luke List has contended here plenty. Like, a lot of guys just... Um, you know, if you're feeling confident with the driver, you make it a much easier golf course and avoid a lot of, of the trouble. That being said, you're still going to have to scramble your ass off for par, you know, to contend here at PGA national. No one's want to bet here with a winner at PGA national without a memory of some fantastic par saves. Cause you get in uh, trouble just- off the tee. You almost got to punch it out into a layup zone and, and you got to make that par. Jeff, quick left turn because uh, we got uh, just a couple minutes left here. Your Chargers. We always talk about yeah. your Chargers when you jump on. Playoffs, yes or no with Harbaugh? Yeah. I mean, they'll be right there. I'll just say that mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers, who we all thought sucked, made the playoffs. Gardner Minshew was in a playoff game for that final spot. Since they've added that final wild card, Joe, we've seen some really not not exactly the greatest teams certainly be contending for that position to the very end coach quarterback figure everything out in between brock bowers in the first round maybe for you i'm obsessed with brock bowers like i'm obsessed <laughs> with tight end that's what i'm about to think that we're at the draft and to draft brock bowers would be an overdraft if you told me that last year i like i don't know it would have been worst case scenario i don't know that they can maybe trading back is the thing people think it's going to be about the run I'll say this. It's a top five pick. And for as much of like the identity that Harbaugh wants to install at the top five, you really do take the best players. You can build your identity in the other round. Like, like you do not mess around in the top five. If they want to trade back, get extras, that'd be fine. And today, as we think, I think it's got to be neighbors, but I I flirt. I change always. And I'm obsessed with Bowers. If they want to overdraft them. I won't complain. (laughs) You're all on board. Jeff Feinberg on Twitter at Jeff Feinberg 17 Mayo media net odds checker, the drive on YouTube. Thanks for the cognizant plays and angles, man. We'll catch up again soon. All the best friends. Yep. Uh, Coming up top of the hour. We power rank running backs, free agent running backs specifically, because there are some names out there available that I don't know. It could be a little game of musical chairs with some of the teams out there as well. Looking, but coming up next, Yeah, let's get goofy. Hockey player or country singer? I'll see if I can stump the guys next year on BetQL Daily. 
No, this is not going to be a segment about the SEC. This is not going to be a segment about, I don't know, NASCAR. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that here at BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app. And on Twitch, you can watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Aaron out today alongside Joe. I'm Chris. No, no, no. This is going to be something much more straightforward, Joe. Country artist or hockey player. You know, we were having one of those meetings that we have, um, you know, post-show meetings. I think it was right before the Super Bowl, everybody kind of getting ready for the Super Bowl, talking about, oh, what are some things we want to do on the show after the Super Bowl? You know, when there's not as much NFL content, and you know, before March Madness really goes full bore, you know, spring training, dog days of sports talk radio, you could really call it, right? And... I don't know how it came up. I mentioned a name. I can't remember what name it was. Oh, Jake Gensel, uh, who plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, of course. Big name at the the trade (laughs) deadline this year if you're a hockey fan. You know the Penguins aren't necessarily in it. Big win on the road. Big comeback in Vancouver last night, but here nor there. Um, Hockey fans know the name Jake Gensel. He plays on Sidney Crosby's wing. Uh, But some people who aren't hardcore hockey fans heard the name Jake Gensel and went, I'm sorry. Paul Aspen in particular say Jake, Jake who what huh is that is it, Chris you're you, you do country music in the afternoons in Pittsburgh is that a is that a country guy is there a concert coming up I should know about nope Paul that's Sidney Crosby's left wing um and so we started to think about we can turn this into something and we've turned it into something it's country artist or hockey player we, we've tried workshopping some more fun, creative names. It's in the works. Don't worry. If this gets pulled off without a hitch, which is always questionable here on BeckQL Daily, uh, maybe we'll have a name for it next time. But let's uh, – I, I did not – you guys said names. I did not. Um, so I will throw out a name, and you guys can right. guess. C- country singer or hockey player. I've got a – Pretty long oh. list of names here, and I think all of them are okay. borderline enough that if you're not a big hockey fan or a big country music fan, you're going to go uh, and take a wild guess. But we can give it a go. I are think, there any other yeah. parameters we need to set? No, I just a little background uh, just so people understand. We're, I have closed the laptop, so no Google searches okay. w- will be happening here. <laughs> uh, keeping this on the up and up. <laughs> I would a while back we would not have been able to play this game. I'd say 15 20 years ago I did listen to a lot of country music on a regular basis. Okay. The last 10 years not so not much. much. If they've been around, there's a decent chance that I know their name, but anything in the last decade probably okay. no Good. chance unless Good. it is big time mainstream and hockey. Let me put it this way. Uh there's a lady I I talk with at the gym on a regular basis and you know shoot the whatever I'm sure you do she, no 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 she's married um and so are you <laughs> she's I married. love that she's oh, married was the first one not I'm married oh, also yeah. let's all remember Joe's wife famously <laughs> listens to this mind. program yeah slips my mind from time to time look backpedaling like hunting. Dion in his prime it, yeah. Jake it doesn't matter what I am I'm not I'm not pulling anything, okay? It's not happening, trust me. I, 
whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I rarely wear the wedding ring. Is my wife worried? No. Is it ever brought up? No, because she knows I have no game, even when I was on the market. So it didn't matter. Uh, no, but she recently found out what I do. So she knows. So sometimes she brings up like stuff going on in sports because she follows sports. And we were talking hockey. And she's like, man, I haven't been to Blackhawks game in so long. Like, I got to, I want to go see Bedard. I'm, I might use my uh, husband's tickets or whatever. And then for some reason, she brought up Nashville Predators. It's like, Joe, are they good? I go, Kathleen. I have no idea. She's like, wait, you talk about sports every day. This is your job. I'm like, I know, but it's, I'm it's a blind li- spot. Living, I'm living the NFL and we've made the transition to the NBA a little bit, but it's good about to be all college basketball wall to wall. Like there, mm-hmm. there is no room for hockey coverage outside of Chris Mack's lightning bets for 30 seconds like that's yep. that's where we are right now in in the sports season as far as betting you know so uh likewise sorry, we haven't I, talked so, a, a, a lot about up. the country concerts kathleen wants to go to either i mean Kath- so you, you know you could have told me that they are- were bottom five maybe top i would have no, had no idea i just no looked idea. it up i'm like oh they're middle of the road national predators this year okay yes right around you could have just gone with right that now. off the cuff you could just, oh yeah, i think they're like I middle of the road yeah. yeah i know because you know, every no. team makes the playoffs in hockey pretty much <laughs> so there, i will tell you none of these there are no connor bedards or connor mcdavis in here i'm not giving you any okay. gimmies there are no Morgan Wallens or Luke Combs, no big name country artists, no oh, Tim McGraws or anything like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this tough on you guys. All right. Like a and Darius Casparitis. So... <laughs> oh, no. There's no Yarmir Yogers in here. Sorry. Not happening that way. So I will start with <laughs> Who's I'll just start with Riley Green. <laughs> Riley Green. <sighs> Hockey player or country artist? That's a baseball player. Right. That's an yeah, outfielder yeah. for the Detroit like, this Tigers. This game's over, all right? This, this game is already this broken. Is, this is an either Playing or, Jake. We haven't included oh, baseball man. players yet. That's is, a whole other level. Is there an E at the end? No. Green E. No E. No. R-I-L-E-Y. Riley. R-I-L-E-Y. Green. Country artist oh, a, or hockey player? That's a country artist. Okay. I was like... Could have been a defenseman, but country artist. Could have been. No, Riley Green, uh, at Riley Duckman on IG. Uh, He loves to duck hunt. Uh, Let me me tell you. It's on the radio right now. If there was an E at the end, I would have gone hockey player. You would have gone hockey player? Okay. That's fair. Um, Canadian thing, E's on the end. Should we be doing this like Jeopardy style where Joe or Paul have to actually like raise their hand or something? Or is it just first come, first serve? I just think it's kind of free. We're workshopping. We can do free for all today. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a buzzer <laughs> aspect. Like Gurch lights up the box when one of us like breaks our laptop by trying to press the button or something. Yeah, yeah. This is. I just want to see how. Maybe I don't need to dig so deep for names next time. All right, next. Um, Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller. Ooh. Country artist Con- or hockey player? Country. Clayton. Joe. Uh... <laughs> hockey player apparently hockey player hockey player yeah uh, Leighton Keller right wing for the Arizona Coyotes he's got 22 goals in 57 games this year Paul but you were close playing um, hockey in Arizona doesn't even count anyway. 
That's true. They get dressed at parties. They're playing in a high school gym, so. The list of stuff that doesn't count or doesn't exist or never happened in Paul Aspen's world just grows by the day. (laughs) But I have a point on this. Guadalajara, no problem. Mountain (laughs) biking through some random... Give Guadalajara a hockey nor- team. Totally normal. It'll be the same yeah. as Arizona. Made up pitches. Right. Uh, never heard oh, of Rob Deere. Sweepers. <laughs> yeah. Rob didn't, didn't exist. It was a Rob Deere show. Sorry. This is not a, yeah. All right. Lucas Raymond. Lucas Raymond. Hockey player or country artist? Lucas Raymond. I'm going to. That's a country artist. Same country. Come on! That one. He had a goal and two assists last night for the Red Wings against the Caps. <laughs> Three points. God, he just played with Kaner here in Chicago. How do we miss this, Joe? God. How many times do I have to say? Uh, two first names. Don't like that. They don't exist in my world either. These are good. Okay. These are good, Chris. <laughs> Or not two, lost two in a row. I think they're. I think they're too good. I think I'm gonna have to dial it back next time and throw a Carrie so Underwood tall. in just to give you guys a chance. Um, <laughs> Willie Cody, Nelson, Cody Johnson, <laughs> Cody Johnson, hockey player or country artist? Oh man, let, let me just point out that these first names all suck. Yes, Riley. I, I think I know this Clayton, one actually. Lucas. Oh, Cody. Jake, you want to have last... a swing at Cody yeah, Jake, Johnson? You jump in. I'm Cody Johnson. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure this is a country music artist. Jake nails it. And I Jake am famously not country boy. Yeah. No, but you oh, hang out know. with fans at, with country fans though. So yeah. you you're in your twenties yeah, in Chicago. Like everyone's kind of a country yeah. fan. I mean, Jake's true. you're going to the show. Dominating. You're yeah. having fun. Terrible. Paul's yeah. terrible at this so far. Yeah. All right. Never listened to country <laughs> music until gonna... I moved to Houston. And then I was like, you know what? After a couple months, I was like, I won't automatically turn off this radio station. That's where I got yeah. to. This country. Well, I, I don't know how to play also... sound on the show, but I know Cody Johnson and Lucas Raymond are. <laughs> hey, everyone's got <laughs> their skills. There's also a one in three chance when you turn on the ra- local radio in Houston that it's going to be a country station. Right. So you're yeah. kind of, whether you like Had it or to adapt. Not. All right. Uh, Vince Dunn, Vince Dunn, oh D-U-N-N. God, I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. I'm going to say country artist. I'm going to say hockey player. Paul Aspen. Yeah. yeah on the board. God, so bad. So, like, these are all <laughs> one-syllable, two-syllable names. That's like, the problem. That's He's going with that's the, the, short, the short last names. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that makes it difficult. Done with an E but, at the end. But see, here's yeah, the thing. The These are some of the guys. So I purposely went to the uh, stats leaders in the uh, at NHL.com, most oh, ice man. time. I sorted it by most ice time. <laughs> These guys so, have gotten the most run? Of, of you know, the, of the non-obvious names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, wow. you're not Vince picking Dunn fourth line guys, is what you're saying. Right, it, exactly. It work. Yeah. So Vince Dunn, a defenseman for the Seattle Kraken. Okay, this next yeah. one, last one. Kane Brown. Kane Brown, country artist or hockey right. player? Uh, I know Brown. what I'm going to say. Wrestler. Uh, <laughs> D3 college football player. Yeah. Right. Mountain gotta be country. Okay, gotta be country. I'm going hockey. Yes. 
Fuck. Oh my god. Oh, I, I won. lost like five in a row. <laughs> the end. I don't know if we ever need to play that again. If, <laughs> that was that was horrific. I think uh, Aaron would be really good at it. <laughs> I think if we add a level of college baseball player in, maybe we could oh. really have some fun. Uh, coming up next. Free agent running backs. Some names that maybe we didn't think would be available are available. We power rank them for you here on BetQL Daily.